Welcome to the first episode of Real Talk, Let's Talk. And today, we'll be sharing with you a story from Caroline Cottrell. Caroline is currently a senior at Mercer studying biochemistry. We are so excited to have you today with us, Caroline. But before we get started, yes, (laughs) woohoo. This is awesome. It's our first episode. Um, But before we get started, we wanted to ask you a couple of questions just to lighten up the mood a little bit and get to know you a little more. So... My first question is, if you could have dinner with anyone, fictional or non-fictional, alive or dead, who would it be and why? Okay, so I have a small obsession with the Titanic. I have forever, since I was like in second grade and I could read all those books and saw the movie with Leo and saw how cute he was, you know. I've had an obsession (laughs) with this boat sinking. I don't know why. Uh, And my dad's actually a boat captain. So I would want to speak to the captain and like really understand, you know, like, what about those iceberg warnings, man? Why were you thinking? <laughs> what were you thinking? What were you thinking? Are you crazy? <laughs> I'd also, I'd love to speak with Leo and be like, hey, mister, could you not have shared that little door with Rose? Like, what were you doing? <laughs> oh, oh what my were you doing? These are, these are, yeah, these are my two things. <laughs> oh, you're just trying to break our out over there, honestly. 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 <laughs> okay, so another question for you is, what is one thing or even a couple of things that, you wish to learn really well in your lifetime? Yeah, so definitely a lot of things. Um, One thing is how to be a better listener. I think that's something I've Mm -hmm. always had a challenge with, especially when I'm in like a debate. I always feel like I need to put my two cents in, but really taking the time to understand what someone is saying and the perspective that they come at things with, it makes you appreciate their opinions more and makes it more, a little bit easier to, understand them you know mm-hmm. so that's my one big thing i would say okay this one is pretty serious so <laughs> very serious <laughs> Get it together Get okay it together if you could only bring three things with you to a deserted island what would they be and why robin i know exactly the answer to this <laughs> uh, i've watched so many naked and afraid episodes with my father it's going to be a pot to boil water with. You got to have yes. clean water, number one. Yep. Two, like a machete. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to cut up some trees. I'm going to make me a bomb shelter. It's going to yeah. be great. And then three, I'm going to need a fire starter. Because, you know, you got to cook all that fish that I'm going to be catching, I guess, by stabbing them with my machete. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be great. I can just it. picture you doing that now. <laughs> just, ah! <laughs> if we... Anyone had to be stranded with anyone on a deserted island, I think they would pick you. No, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I feel so qualified now. I might go on Naked and Afraid. I might just apply for the show now. I'm feeling oh my gosh. very confident. Wait, would that mean that if you picked someone else, they could also pick three other things? No, I mean, well, really on Naked and Afraid, you get one thing. So really three things is pretty awesome. Like that's pretty superfluous as far as like oh, wow. things I get. <laughs> But so like, we're, being, sure. we're, being, we're being generous. You're being very <laughs> generous, honestly, compared to the show. Okay, okay, forget I ever said that. <laughs> okay, next one. What is your spirit animal and why? Uh, so my spirit animal, I hate to say it, is probably a squirrel. Just because, like, they're not super strong or mighty or intelligent, I guess. They're just very spazzy, and I feel like I'm constantly <laughs> all over the place thinking about one thing to the next, talking to myself. I feel like squirrels talk to themselves in squirrel language. I don't know, but like, <laughs> yeah, probably a squirrel. It's great. Great stuff. I love that. <laughs> awesome. Well, so the title of Caroline's talk today is 
when life gives you lemons, but lemons really suck. <laughs> so, Caroline, whenever you're ready. Okay. Um, so I just finished a PCHEM test, and it, it went all right. You know, it definitely wasn't an A, but, you know, low B, high C. I genuinely wasn't too worried about it. I'd already put all my apps into medical school. I was actually about to leave for a medical school interview, and it was fall break. You know, there were better and bigger things to worry about than PCHEM. I turned on my phone after the exam, you know, just to decompress with some Insta, looking at my cute girlfriends and all their cute pics and all that fun stuff. And I was on the way to my loft and I saw my mom had called and left a voicemail. So I'm an only child and my parents divorced, divorced early on in my life. So it's just been me and my mom for a while. I was used to her calling me multiple times a day, seven days a week, you know, all the time. But she rarely left a voicemail. And the thought hit me to wait until I was back at my loft to call her back. You know, one of those funny feelings you get in the back of your head. But I brushed it aside and dialed her number and started talking to her as I walked down the four flights of stairs and got to. And she small talks me for a while, asked me about the test in my day. And, you know, I asked her, you know, what's going on? What's up? And she avoids it. It's more small talk, you know. Do I like my new boyfriend? Am I excited for my med school interview? And I finally, I get impatient. I ask her, you know, hey, tell me what's happening with you. And she tells me she's in the hospital. She woke up yesterday and couldn't walk. And they did an MRI and her cancer has come back on her spine. My mother was treated for breast cancer while I was in high school. So I knew what this meant. I'd seen her cry and begged to be able to just eat something. I'd help clean her drains from her surgical sites and I'd watched her lose her hair, her sense of humor, her breasts. And my first thought was not again. This can't be happening again. And I crumbled on the front stairs of GSC, sobbing into my phone. And by, before I knew it, students were rushing around me to get to class. I made awkward eye contact with a few of them. I'm sure they thought my PCHEM test had gone pretty bad. And I bawled for a few minutes, got up and walked back to my loft. It's funny how college happens so linearly. I remember freshman year, I wanted to get good grades, find a few leadership positions, build the old resume, and do some volunteering. I pretty much wash, rinse, repeated that for sophomore year, and finally junior year, that was supposed to be the big hurdle, the MCAT, and getting my primaries in that summer. But I was done. I did all the right things, and yet my world just collapsed around me. It didn't matter that I had a 4-0. Life happened and I wasn't ready. The girl who studied two weeks before exams wasn't ready for the biggest test of her life thus far. You know what else I wasn't ready for? A gap year. Yes, I'm taking a gap year off of school now and it's disappointing. It'll be the first time in my life I haven't had a solid concrete plan for what I'm going to do every day. The type A in me is truly terrified. But it's also the biggest relief I've ever felt. I applied specifically specifically for MD-PhD programs. Do you know how long those are? Eight years long. I was about to spend eight more years of my life in school, and I desperately wanted an out, even though I'd never admit it to you. I wanted to have those adventures you can only have in your 20s, you know, when you backpack through Europe and explore the world around you and yourself. And maybe not with the coronavirus going on now, but, you know, I can still explore myself. But I didn't need a gap year, so I hadn't planned on taking one. I was just going to go straight in. You know, the program start in June, too, so I wouldn't have even gotten the summer. Damn, am I happy that didn't work out. I'm happy, actually, that a lot of things in my life and in college didn't work out. 
And now that I think about it, every tragedy thus far in my life has opened the door for a marvelous opportunity. One that I wouldn't have been able to find if I hadn't been rejected or denied something I thought I genuinely wanted. My mother is sick, and that sucks. But I wouldn't have gotten this time with her unless this happened. I would have gone to school for eight years, started residency, gotten a job, and boarded the high-speed train that is the future of a health professional. I'm happy I have the opportunity to get to know my mother as someone besides my caretaker. I'm happy I get to take a year and breathe, something I haven't done since freshman year of high school. I'm happy and freaking scared and nervous and sad, but I'm happy. I hope you all will not face some of the hurdles I have in the past year, but I want to leave you with this. Do good in school. Care about your resume and your test scores and whatever Dr. Bocros tells you to care about, but know that there will be obstacles. There will be tragedy and rejection. There will also be opportunity and happiness. So understand that there's a silver lining, even though you can't see it sometimes. It has definitely been difficult for me to find the silver lining in some of the clouds that have appeared in my life. And I've yet to master the skill of fully seeing all the blessings and the bad things that have come my way. It's not a skill that you learn overnight, but something you figure out with enough practice. So now I try to happily accept the lemons that life gives me because you know what? It's just another chance to learn how to make lemonade. Wow, thank you so much for sharing your story, Caroline. Um, Absolutely. So I have a question. You talked a lot about the uncertainty of life. So I'm curious, how is the current quarantine impacting this feeling and your future plans? Yeah, it's kind of crazy how it's my talk has become relevant to life right now. I guess I thought I was kind of done with the uncertainty for the year before this yeah. whole pandemic thing happened. Um, but it just it kind of helps to remind me that even though plans, life is constantly evolving, that there are always good things about it. You know, um, during this time, I've gotten to do yoga daily, which wasn't something that I really made time for during my usual life. And I've gotten to really work on cooking and cooking three meals a day now, which is crazy. But um, it's been a really <laughs> nice time to really slow down and figure out, you know, these are things I should prioritize normally, too. Yeah. Uh, You mentioned in your talk, which I think really spoke to me, uh, about how you wanted this time to really get to know your mom as an individual, um, more than just your mom that you've like known the same for many years. So like, in this short amount of time that you've been home, what are some things that have helped you grow your your relationship with your mom and like, things that have made you see her in a different light? Yeah, totally. Um, So my mom has been super open to me, especially recently. Um, about what makes a good relationship mm-hmm. and it's been great to see her as just another woman um and understanding like her needs in a relationship and what maybe that means for me um even stuff like sexually yeah yeah we're super it's close important. you know very transparent <laughs> but things like that um that I wouldn't have you don't really think about talking with your mom about she's definitely become my friend more of this time um, yeah and I've gotten to see a lot of her vulnerabilities um, especially about my mother's marriage with my father. Um, they're divorced now and understanding some of those kind of interactions. Um, so it's been definitely cool to see that side of her. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so if you don't mind sharing, what is life going to look like for you after the summer? Yeah, um, so I had planned on, um, I had an acceptance to med school and I'd planned on deferring it and taking this year off to really spend with my mom and get to know her um, but 
I've been offered a spot at an MD PhD program, talked them over, talked it over with them. And they said that they couldn't defer it for me. Um, and after speaking with my mom, you know, this is a full scholarship, eight years of school. They'll pay me 30,000 a year, free health insurance. It's a really huge opportunity. Um, it doesn't come every day. So I'm going to have this summer with her, which is wonderful, but, um, there's going to be a little less time than I was planning on having with her. So really just trying to soak up all the time with her that I have now. Wow. I mean, I know things are crazy right now, but congratulations. I mean, that's, that's amazing. (laughs) That's a huge deal. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Um, so this is something that I feel like I totally identify with too, when you're talking about being a type A person and just like wanting to have a plan for everything for every year of college and beyond and just knowing like what the next step is. But like, do you think that it's changed your mindset at all um, going through college and going through all of this of like how you see yourself as like being unflexible or even more flexible now? Um, Like, what do you think of like that mindset? Yeah, it's definitely. So like I was actually I was just talking to my boyfriend the other night. I was like, okay, so this is what's going to happen. We're going to do long distance for two years and then you're going (laughs) to come and we're going to get married and it's going to like totally Caroline that's exactly how it's gonna work out you know yeah <laughs> um, I still make those plans I think that I've now realized a little bit more how they're probably not gonna work out mm. but it's okay to be optimistic and still make these wonderful plans for yourself but you should have kind of in the back of your head knowing you know if this doesn't go right I'm gonna be okay yeah mm-hmm. life's gonna go on and I'm gonna figure it out because I'm adaptive and all these great things you always got to set goals, though. I agree yeah, with you. You got to keep doing that. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome. Of course. Thank you so much for being our very first speaker of the podcast. Ah, this no was problem. awesome. <laughs> and thank you all for listening. Um, so stay tuned for another episode of Real Talk Let's Talk next week. Bye, guys. Woo. Bye. <laughs>